Hi, I'm Dan Jones. And I'm Mia Lee, and we are the editors of Modern Love at The New York Times and co-hosts of the Modern Love podcast. We read love stories for a living. And by love stories, we mean essays written by real people about all forms of human connection. We're talking about everything from first dates to funerals, from sibling rivalries to new love at 85. On our show, we're going to bring those stories to life. We'll hear from the writers and also from the people who are written about. Relationships are the most important things in our lives. And the people that tell us their stories are just so brave, like way braver than I think I am most of the time. Yeah. They're so honest and so vulnerable. And listening to the stories, I feel like you absorb so much wisdom and you get a sense that you're not alone. You can follow Modern Love wherever you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. We hope you'll join us. New episodes are out every Wednesday. It started with a whistleblower's complaint about President Trump's contact with a foreign leader. Tonight, allegations of a White House cover-up as details of a whistleblower's complaint are revealed. I had a perfect phone call with the president of Ukraine. Like, I mean, perfect. In that call, the president asked for an investigation of Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Today. I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. Now the burden is on the Democrats, really, to tell Americans the story of what happened and why it's impeachable. This spectacle is doing great damage to our country. It's nothing more than an impeachment process in search of a crime. Hey, it's Julie Davis in the Washington Bureau. It's November 14th. The latest over here is the fallout from yesterday's first day of public impeachment hearings. And this morning in the Capitol, across town from here. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker, had her weekly press conference. Uh, we passed a packet of bills, nine bills. She talked about a lot of stuff, and of course... On the investigation front yesterday, it was a very somber, prayerful day. She talked about impeachment. Again, none of us have come to Congress to impeach a president. We come here to do the work of the American people to make the future better. And the moment that really caught my attention was when she was talking about Bill Taylor's testimony. Uh, yesterday, you heard an appointment of the president speak in very uh, unambiguous terms. He's the top American diplomat in Ukraine. The devastating testimony corroborated evidence of bribery uncovered in the inquiry. And the she says, you know, his testimony corroborates the evidence of bribery threatening to withhold military aid and a White House meeting in exchange for an investigation into his political rival. And it seems sort of no big deal. She's just going over what happened yesterday, going back through the testimony. But I thought actually there's something quite important here. She used the word bribery to describe what the president did and what Ambassador Taylor was corroborating. And to me, it sounded significant and like it was not an accident that she used that word. This is a word that we have heard Democrats start to use this week. If we find that the president of the United States abused his power or if he sought to condition, coerce, extort or bribe an ally into Adam Schiff, the chairman of the Intelligence Committee, used it. His counsel, Dan Goldman, used it during the questioning in the hearing. Regardless of what you call it, whether it's a quid pro quo, bribery, extortion, abuse of power. Even the Republicans used it in characterizing what Democrats say happened. The Democrats claim this call demonstrates extortion, bribery, and a host of other monsters. Let's talk about extortion. Let's talk about bribery. Let's talk about cover-up. We impeach presidents for treason or bribery or other high crimes. 
where is the impeachable offense in that call? And here's what's going on with this word bribery. The hard part for Democrats so far in this whole impeachment scenario has been getting the American public to understand why the president putting pressure on Ukraine is not just bad, it's actually impeachable. So they've been talking about pressure, personal favors, they've been using the phrase quid pro quo. But what they seem to have decided is that they need a word, they need to put a name to this that people associate with impeachment. And it's going to be a word that, should they get to the point of offering articles of impeachment, is going to be critical to that. And that's what's outlined in the Constitution. It says the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. And so now we see the Democrats trying to attach that word bribery to what happened because they know that language is powerful. And it's interesting, in the press conference today, a reporter picked up on it and asked Pelosi about it. Yes, Speaker Pelosi, you talked about bribery a second ago. Yes, bribery. That's a very serious charge. It's what makes this a case of bribery? Well, you know, uh, we're talking Latin around here, quid pro quo, bribery. Bribery, and that is in the Constitution attached to the impeachment proceedings. So what was the bribe here? The bribe is to grant or withhold military assistance in return for a public statement of a, uh, a, of a fake investigation into uh, the, the elections. So could we that's be looking a, that's at bribery? Could yes. we be looking at an article of impeachment? I don't do know about that. Bribery? We don't even haven't even made a decision to impeach. That's what the inquiry is about. But I am saying uh, that what is uh, the president has admitted to and says it's perfect, I said it's perfectly wrong. It's bribery. So I'm going to be looking for how Democrats keep pushing that word and how Republicans respond to that and actually how Americans react to that characterization. Is that something that resonates with the public? If they buy the idea that the president withholding military assistance in return for a public statement by Ukraine that it was investigating the Bidens, whether they think that was bribery and whether they think that is enough to impeach a president. So tomorrow we've got the second day of public hearings. We're going to hear from Marie Ivanovich, the former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, who was removed by the president earlier this year. And I think one way that Democrats will try to use her testimony is to use her as an example of the type of person, the type of public official who essentially needed to be shunted aside in order for this bribery scheme, in order for this improper conduct to be possible. And I think they'll try to do that by pointing to the timing of her ouster. She was removed in May, and two months later, the president made this call to President Zelensky of Ukraine that started this whole saga. So yeah, that's the latest. When times became uncertain, Wampley pivoted their technology platform and committed to help small businesses and self-employed workers get approved for their PPP loan. In just a few months, Wampley has helped 1 million businesses across America to secure much-needed funding so they can continue to stay open and serve their communities. Wampley helps small businesses thrive. Visit Wampley.com to learn more.